I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's good, y'all? This is Watch Less Complex's podcast about movies, TV, culture. But instead of giving you all that bullshit that's on your timeline, we're hitting you with what's real. It's Cal. Deputy Editor, Complex's Pop Culture Channel. As always, the homie Frazier Tharp is here. Yes, sir. We have a special guest in the building, Angel Third Eye Diaz. Let's go. Angel Diaz. You know, Angel's folks. already been on the sports podcast, but yes. I would say you should expect Angel to be a recurring guest on this one. No, yeah, I think quite regularly. I think in our conversations about TV and movies, I think Angel's a regular. We have several chats between the three of us let alone conversations throughout the bullpen i mean for some reason the guy watches more tv and movies than the two of us combined I think. is this because i just play the crib and smoke hella yeah, weed if i say cause you, you, but you don't sleep right like <laughs> you be up a, and post up that too yeah it'd like, be like three in the morning angels just finishing a movie or something yeah exactly i respect i wish i had that energy i, I rewatched really, robot last night the you last rewatched episode. The last episode, oh, okay. that has uh, some audio. Uh, oh, word, 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 word. Well, this week, we'll be getting into some hot topics. The Irishman is out now on Netflix. I've finally seen it. Finally. So, uh, yeah, it, what can I tell you? It's playing in like four theaters, whatever. I mean, listen. Also, by the time this episode comes out, the first of our end of year list will be out, right? Yeah, Best yeah. Best TV of the year. Thank God. So, we got to get into that. That's um, that's one of the reasons Angel's here, because we're going to have some conversations We're going to get it. into white plight. I mean, we're going to get into white plight. We're going to get into the top three. It wasn't contentious, though. It wasn't contentious. <laughs> no, nah, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But yeah, like I said, before we get into that, Irishman, I feel like you saw it a while ago. September, baby. That's clout. <laughs> Jesus, that flex. And Angel saw it when I was supposed to see it. Yeah, but you didn't. You It was like a 10 o'clock screening. 10 I was, I, and I, was, I ended up having to be in L.A., I would have seen it, but I mean, regardless. I've seen it three times already. It's I've, a good movie to watch in the morning, though. Well, wait, so. I, I mean, not on a work day when you have to you watch three and a half hours and then have to come back to the office. That kind of sucked. Well, that was my problem because I, I mean, because I wasn't able to see it, I ended up watching the first 45 minutes of it on Thanksgiving oh, morning. Oh, no. It was like you broke set, it up. It's, I had no choice. It was like is it because you have a kid, like like most of adult Twitter's complaining. It was literally, we literally. Th- well, I will say they didn't have kids when Titanic was out. Y- exactly. <laughs> Y'all sound crazy talking about three and a half hour films. I mean, God, Goodfellas is as long as fuck. People, people will binge a whole season of you, but can't watch three and a half hours. Right. Even if you want to keep it to movies, a of oh, Scorsese and his prime. Scorsese's been making three-hour movies Mm -hmm. and you know if anyone's going to utilize it the runtime well it's him b scorsese's in a whole beef with marvel right now yes everyone's taking marvel's side Mm -hmm. how long is fucking endgame endgame was over three yeah i mean the only thing better about endgame is that it had better cgi i was telling you guys that yesterday i i I will well that's the first thing i it wasn't every time de niro's on screen but there's those shots where he's just standing there because it was the same (laughs) shit was in uh was in uh what the fuck is the will smith movie 
Gemini, Gemini man. man. It's the same, like, when they're just standing there and he's like, a profile. You're like, that's not a real face. <laughs> that's not a real person at all. Um, but I, I also didn't realize that the CGI was for Joe Pesci and Al Pacino. I didn't realize that going into it's it. It's really not as bad as, as you think it would be. It's well, not like a Polar Express or anything like oh that. Oh, God. What the, <laughs> what the dead eyes? Yeah, yeah the dead eyes, no, the awkward dancing. Uncanny and, Valley. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who haven't taken the 14 hours or whatever you think it is to watch the film, it's based off of a book. It's the uh, this guy Frank Sheeran. Yep. He used to be a uh, he was a teamster, but I think he's also had numerous ties to many mobs. Yeah, he was a hitman for the, the mob. Buffalino crime family. I mean, and if you if you guys haven't got into you know a Jimmy Hoffa Wikipedia wormhole, yeah, this the is, last like I don't know. Since Wikipedia was invented, I don't know. But it's interesting though, because <laughs> I, I imagine are we at the point where people don't know who Jimmy Hoffa is? I, I mean, think the movie makes be, right? that point. It's I all think in the I mean, people yeah. were up in arms with Billy Eilish. They didn't know who Van Halen was. I don't think people know who <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa. That is. was my thought. That was like at the end of the day, it's still. Like, I remember Jimmy Hoffa being a thing when I was a kid. And they were like, "Oh, maybe he's buried up under the New York Giants field or yeah, some yeah, shit the like that." Lands, yeah. The first but, time uh, I heard the name Jimmy Hoffa was <laughs> in Bruce Almighty. <laughs> Oh my god! But they, <laughs> Is the, that movie, wild? the movie touches on that towards the end when he's yeah, talking to the yeah, nurse, yeah, to Dasha, Dasha, Dasha Palenco? Palenco, Dasha Diaz, well, and the scrubs. <laughs> Why? So essentially, Frank Frank Sheeran is the guy who uh, he said he killed Hoffa. They show that in the. I want to say no spoilers, but it's literally. I mean, that, that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Angel doesn't believe in that. You can spoil. History, not novels. yeah. Like people, you can't spoil comic book movies. Comic books been around for sixty years. Okay, but they're still adaptations. We won't go down like Watchmen, today. whatever. Okay, but, we won't do this. Well, I guess, I guess you, you mentioned Dasha Polanco. I mean, everybody's in the damn film. Um, De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, fucking uh, what's what's the man's they name? The heavy hitters. All of them. Scorsese. He really Action Bronson got a scene. Bobby Cannavale's Le, in there. Lapuma's favorite, J- JLP's favorite comedian was Sebastian, Joe Gallo. I can't. Ma- Manscalusco or something Sebastian like Manicure <laughs> um, he has a really good cameo though it's Crazy Joe his like his it. role was good yeah D- did we need this many people in this film I mean it's a sprawling I, film There's I think it was like a everyone. Tarantino movie where it's just people just want to be a part of it it, That's just, it, it feels weird because I feel like like only Scorsese and or, and or Tarantino can call on you for like Harvey Keitel is in what like two scenes yes that's all he's, you know, those are the only people he, he's coming he, outside yeah, for. He was the big boss, too. He was. He probably got a nice bag for that, too, just sitting there looking at people. Mm-hmm. But, like, because you bring up Tarantino, I didn't really need Lena Dunham in Once Upon a Time. Like, she... Yeah, she worked. She, you, you have to make them work, but, but like... They could, you know... They could have spent more time don't on that sit, part don't of the sit show. Him down We've this had path, this. Okay? We're we'll not going to spend time on it. But I'm just got, saying that's why Lena Dunham. It would have made sense if they spent more time on that. The best movies list is coming. Yeah, that'll and be. And we will have that argument then. Fact. That yeah. ranking, I'm sure, will be. And also, Scorsese did what Tarantino wanted to do with oh Once Upon God. a Time. What you What you mean in terms well, of Irishman, bro? Like the way. See, there's been a lot of conversation about the Irishman, as in like this being his masterwork or the thing that he was building to about aging. Right yeah. about mm-hmm. being washed up about uh, actual like as a as a person as saying. a person mm-hmm. and, and reckoning like with his own career. Yeah, exactly. And you think he did a better job of that here? Yeah, of course. I think this was the culmination of everything he's been trying to say with these gangster movies. Mm-hmm. Like people say that he glorifies it, but no. when you watch Goodfellas, you watch Casino, 
like that shit all falls apart for them. Yeah. And then this one is a little different where, you know, Frank Sharon sacrificed his family for the mob. Everything. And he wasn't even technically a made man. Like he nah. wasn't even. Nope. He's just he's an very associate. Much just like hench for hire. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he but even, this is one of the first Scorsese movies where no one even really kind of revels in the crime. Like the, the yeah, he wasn't flashy <coughs> at all. He was kind of just the, the murders aren't really done up or glossed. They're just like very and it just shows fact. like he was super close Intense. with Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, and they Honestly. had they had to include they had to <laughs> huh? R.I.P. R.I.P. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, you know, and they just show how you just he died alone. Yeah, you know, that it, shit was sad at the end. People complain at the end, you the know, last forty minutes. Yeah, but I feel like the last forty minutes is is the thesis of the movie, and it's what makes it's what sets this movie apart. And that Goodfellas and Bean Streets and Casino and all that don't really spend time with the protagonist in the latter years of their life and just show how much it was all for nothing. Well, <coughs> I, I guess that that brings up the idea of the gift and the curse of Netflix. Because, like, I don't know if The Irishman, which costs anywhere between 150 and 200 million based off of... Off that face work. Off that de-aging stuff alone. If this was going to be a... It just, and it ran in theaters. Like I said, it ran in, like, seven theaters in a couple cities. If this was a Hollywood film, if this was a... You can only see it in theaters. Do you think it would still be three and a half hours and like it would have all of this stuff well, i think so because casino yeah. scarface all that i think for scorsese if this movie came out in like the early 90s like this shit would have been made hella money bro scorsese it would have made money it. i don't know if it would have been three and a half hours yeah, exactly I mean, aren't gonna tell scorsese was, know about runtime they bro, told him know about money godfather how long was the godfather godfather all three of them shits are God like was three about three yeah about three i so think it I was think, the price tag and what he wanted to do that had all the, but, uh, that, the I, franchise i just wish there was an intermission like I, I feel like if a movie if a movie's over two hours, there should be an intermission. Dog. They should be like, telling you to manja, get like you some bread Like even Tarantino's last, <laughs> like Hateful Eight and all that was long enough to warn an intermission. Like, yeah, but if I, you're a big boss that they won't. Well, you know, Tarantino did that to make it seem like oh, it was like one of these old westerns. You That's know, he's true. like a nerd about that shit about but, them seventies. But movies. still, in all, I think because <laughs> we're not seeing like we saw it last year with um, Homeboy did Roma. We're seeing it this year with with uh, Scorsese, Netflix handing them a bag and just being like, yo, we, we're confident in what you can do. Take this money. Take however... I mean, what, what's the, uh, the the cats that did uh, the Coen brothers? They had the same thing. You know, they're... Buster they're, Scruggs. Yeah, they're entrusting them with a bag to turn something around. And they're letting them take risks. They're letting them take... and Because and, remember, when, when back before this podcast was even a thing and we were doing our practice to, stuff, I remember having the conversation about Tarantino making sure that he got... So much control, so much of the final cut. Like, he's one of the only ones. It's like a lot of these prestige directors are able to do that now. Um, and I think the Netflix model is probably a big part of that. Will Smith can fuck around and make a bright, which they know is going to be the talk of the timeline, but not necessarily something that's going to blow up the theaters. It's like our man's Kenya told us about the five-year algorithm. Facts. You know? Facts. Yeah, but then, too, the, the thing with Netflix... Compared to the studios that I don't I, I'm not sure like if it's in their contract that they'll get paid more if the streams are up. 
I, I feel like they so. already get they get paid yeah, and oh, it doesn't yeah, matter sure. if it flops or not. But yeah. with something like the Irishman, Netflix also still <laughs> Netflix for all their like disruption mm-hmm. is still very obsessed with um like old world awards clout. Yeah, that's the funny part. It's it, they're they're doing all of they're breaking these rules so they can then go back and fit into like they want the Irishman to win best picture. Yeah, they want it to be a headline on a newspaper on a website. But it's like the only uh, studio really that takes risks. Is a twenty four, hundred percent. Because God, it used God. to be, you know, I'm gonna say his name, but Weinstein, the Weinstein's, that's mm-hmm. that's what Merrimack, they that's what they was doing. doing. Yeah, Pulp Fiction, all that stuff. But they you was... don't see that's what Scorsese was trying to say is like you don't see like a a, a movie like The Irishman couldn't get a budget. But you know, you know, Black Widow, <laughs> she died already, and they're gonna come out with a movie already. <laughs> the they probably movie. spent like four hundred million you dollars. The trailer making, this morning. That shit looks hot. You My, think it looks hard? I think it looks whack. It looks hard. Well, you looks, know why it looks I don't care hard? About it. Why? Because Florence Pugh. Yes, I know. There you go. That's your new girl. Why? I've been on her since Lady <laughs> Macbeth. That's Shorty from Midsummer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she was good in that. She was good. I don't she know. She was what. good in in Lady Macbeth, yo. So you know, I'm curious to see how she goes now with like doing these big budget shits instead of you know these uh kind of indie films. I'm Team yeah. Rachel Wise if it comes to reasons to care about Black Widow. <laughs> I forgot she was in that too. You didn't watch the trailer? I watched the trailer. I know that. I, I I didn't know that that was Rachel Wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like I I, I it, it's one of those films where I remember getting the news and hearing that it was being made, but I've legit forgot everything. She should have. I got, was more hyped for it in the news reports, just like expecting like a gritty action movie than the trailer. I was like, man, I don't really care about this. It's kind of like Mission, I'm just a Mission Impossible. It, it looks kind of like Red Sparrow. Rachel Wise should have won the Oscar or nominated for Oscar for her role in Constantine. Facts. I mean, Facts. talk about it. <laughs> Um, I guess the the one final thing I wanted to have a uh, final piece about this Irishman thing, they released it during Thanksgiving, and I know with me, like once the parade is over Thanksgiving Day, I'm just sitting on the couch. I watched maybe like four or five movies just the other day, um, in that space of time, and you know you talk about you've seen it three times. You said Angel. Well, how did you watch it? You I watched 45 minutes and then what? I watched 45 minutes and then I watched I. I think I had it on the laptop. I, it was like the house was quiet and I was just watching it. All on right, the laptop. so you didn't do the miniseries breakdown that that fucking dweeb made. No, no, no. I, I, I tried to keep so far away. Once I saw that people were complaining that it was a three and a half hour movie, I kind of stopped worrying about what Twitter was talking about with it. Um, although, like, just being able to run through it and see, like, the fucking rings and, you know, Pesci and De Niro speaking Italian, that shit always cracked me up. But I wonder, like, Thanksgiving and like Black Friday holidays, like the time for like these, like I like watching Rocky films or like, do we add the Irishman into that box of like holiday extended well, cinema? I mean, that's the same movie? way that they have Goodfellas marathons always. Yeah, they had the Godfather on uh, BBC. I think was there really? was a marathon for Thanksgiving. There's, but there's something the Irishman-ish about those mob movies. I right? feel like eventually it'll get there, but it's that's a hard movie to watch on Thanksgiving because like. After I eat or like two, three plates, like, see, I'm you, going to sleep. Like, it don't matter what I'm watching. You don't want to get waking up with the shot of like, especially or the sound that, of like that. It's a it's a long ass movie, bro. And it, there's action, but the action is fast. Yeah, really. So intense. people say that it drags, but it's like it's just more it's of a character slow, study. but it's not boring. It's. I think that's the be- a character study that's slow but not boring is definitely the best way to put uh, it. If we're, if we're talking about movies that came out this weekend, really quickly, I think Knives Out capitalized on being yeah. a Thanksgiving movie. Says the man who had to take off his niche, niche sweater. Chris <laughs> Hemsworth, I'm on your ass. I, have to, well, I haven't watched it yet. I, we, we, it. We, don't, we won't get into it. It's just yeah. that the box office came in because Lakeith mm-hmm. 
uh, reposted that funny clip of some some site said Lakeith's Knives Out, even though yes, he's like yeah, I saw that the on tenth Instagram. lead in. He's like, I don't know why they called it my movie, <laughs> but either way, it made like a really good grip for being a no franchise, no IP, hundred percent, super pointless murder mystery. We've got we've people, got people want to watch good movies, man. Yeah, I think that's it. That's good. It's that's always the conversation about why some movies fail. Usually, for me, ends up being, was it good? You know, it, you can tell, like, the, Char- the Charlie's Angel stuff, it's like, you know... Did, Whoops! Did, well, I'm saying, because it's like, did, mis- did misogyny kill it, or was it just a bad film? But, it well, it's just that they, they should have had three heavyweights. They had Kristen Stewart and two people nobody heard about. Right. Word. If they would have had, like, Charlize Theron or, like, I don't know, whatever. Whoever. Florence Pugh. Fucking Issa Rae. Like, <laughs> Florence Pugh. Issa Rae. People with a name. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Somebody with um, some cachet. But I think Rollout is still key, too, and Knives Out coming out on a holiday weekend. with It's like a perfect... Like, me and my uncle usually always go to the movies mm-hmm. after dinner. Yeah. And if we did that year, that probably would have been, like, a great one to go see. That makes sense. And it's, a, it's I mean, it's still family Like, the whodunit is such a very... Yeah, it's it's a good mystery. For so sure. that was good on their part. The James Bond tra- little teaser was fire. That listen, motorcycle stunt. Listen, talk about it. Bro. Have I seen that for no time? What is it? What's the no shit called? No time to die. Had a dirt bike fresh from the London he was, set. He <laughs> like he. I don't know how they rode a dirt bike up a side of the building. That shit that looked boy, crazy. Carrie <laughs> Fukunaga about to do it to him. Carrie, <laughs> come in the pod. We'll see. A matter of fact, shit. The pod's gonna drop the day the trailer <laughs> drops. I believe. All right, let's I, get so, it. So so listen to us and then watch the trailer. Um. We gotta move on. Yeah, we do have to move on. Best TV also drops. I- Irishman uh, may or may not be movie of the year, but we'll we'll, we'll, talk we'll about put, put a pin in that. Put a yeah, pin in that. We'll get to that. We got some other movies to you know. Well, shit. I mean, we got this whole best TV shows of 2019 list for a year with so much TV in it. We mostly agreed on the 30 that made the list. Thir- well, we had to expand it. It's usually 25. We had to expand even it. 30 is just tip of the iceberg. It, there's a lot of shit that I watch that I can't even put on the list. I felt like. Our number one was obvious. Yeah, but I think the number one speaks to the greater narrative about this year, which is that um, there's one HBO show that we don't have on here, very pointedly. Angel's been tweeting at the account angrily. Which should, which, oh, Game which, of Thrones. Bro, they, why are they tweeting? <laughs> the show's over. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just I, they Now just that they dropped, ruined Angel's life, go away. They ruined everybody's life. But they just they also just dropped the uh, the Blu-ray, the complete yeah, Blu-ray series. I was so pissed that that shit won an Emmy. I mean, you knew it was Like, in to. what fucking world? In what world does that need to. it? But um, at the mid-year, we had it 15, which is... Not where anyone expected it to be at the top of the year. And that then, that blur was spicy too. I went in. I like that blur. And then uh, it didn't even make the cut this year. Did the, Game of Thrones deserve to make the cut? No. Top thirty? No. no. Maybe mid year, yeah, because it was like halfway. Uh, was it? It wasn't over yet, right? No. No, it was like two or three episodes. And it had like some bangers, and then no. Just... By mid year, it are, it had already uh, wrapped. It was oh, done. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't have been on there. Then. <laughs> Not even mid year. Nah, I, well, I, I rem- there was some conversation at that time about it needing to be on there because a couple, like you guys said, a couple of the episodes were seen as really fucking just like some of the yeah, best the first battles. Three. I've heard it was. And there, then, there I, was don't, I, know, I don't remember a show that was so good and, and completely fumbled that last season. Went out sad. They they dropped the ball. Literally, Game of Thrones went out sad. Um, but it, you know, going into the year, people were like, "Oh, what's HBO gonna have after Game of Thrones?" That I'm was un- the, the I'm huge conversation for HBO. It was almost like a joke. Yes. And then, if you look at our list now, I think most people would agree with 
all the HBO heaters on here. Like, they pretty much stayed in the game crazy. We're not standing HBO too crazy, are we? I'm standing oh, HBO. We, yeah, we are. I stand because <laughs> even when Even when the HBO execs get aggy with sending us like, your email. You got, look, yes. I love yes. Succession, but I think Mr. Robot's a better show. Um, I know you guys like Watchmen. I think Mr. Robot's a better show. Well, let's let's lay it out. I mean, for those who haven't checked the list yet, we have Succession at number one. Watchmen. I'm not gonna be. Too, I'm not mad about. It. Like you can't. You know, I well, love that show. In my eyes, Succession was once that second season ended. Once mm-hmm. I watched the finale, I said, "Yo, Succession is that show." There's just, just you know ends. a show just has. It was solid. All, and all I haven't even written the blurb yet. At this, at yeah, time. yeah. How about I got, that? My, I got my blurb. Looking all at my, my watch. Blurbs, I mean, listen. Number one blurb needs to be taken with like a certain amount of gravity. I'll get it at three right. in the morning. You I already will. know it. <laughs> um, the thing is, certain shows just have a moment, and it's as intangible as that. Yes. And this season was just firing on all cylinders so early on. Like we all liked season one. We all thought this season was going to be good, but it just came out the gate so strong and kept being so strong. From the the vault episode to bore on the floor to mm-hmm. the panic room, like each week was hit after hit. Well, I will say because I I think out of everybody in the bullpen, I was the one who hadn't watched. You were late. When I watched the first episode of season one, and then I got sidetracked. So I I I knew it was crazy, and I mean, there's no shade to Joe, but when Joe Lapuma's in the bullpen, like yo, yeah. Joe Lapuma doesn't watch a lot of TV. This show is fucking fire. Or my, movies. My, I have to say, my yo, only I need thing, to watch. My only thing with Succession is that it's really not an original show because it's basically like Veep. It's a little bit more serious, but the way the camera cuts. The snarkiness. No, the, show is, the show is well shot, though, bro. No, it is. There's a really good article about. No, no, but it's like shot, kind of like, kind of like, like the Veep is like, it's like a kind of mockumentary yeah, kind of thing. Veep is also great. No, I'm not saying that it's not great. I'm just saying that Succession to me is an original show. It's about rich white people. Yes. That I may or may not give a fuck about. Well, I don't think it's asking you. You can you can be a fan of the show and not like root for them in like a crazy oh no I don't you know? root for them I'm just saying you know I enjoy the show Although, I think it's hilarious shout out my guy Kendall yeah and I, then when I, and I think Kendall getting his mojo back but I think saying that a ju- moment. just saying Kendall Kendall Roy like Jeremy Strong's performance was amazing Jeremy Strong's yeah. a guy now Bur- he's one of those guys he, he, he's not he, that guy but he's one of those guys people are recognizing him he's yeah. an um, emotional roller coaster. And that. they nailed it with the finale. The finale was like, you know, you hear people talk about like uh, another thing at the top of this year was a lot of publications were running around like the sky is falling saying Game of Thrones marks the death of uh, monoculture. Yes. Like the last show we will watch together. Mm-hmm. And that succession finale had Twitter on fire. Yeah. It, it felt like coming into work that following Monday, it was, it was water cooler. I mean, to compare to Game of Thrones, like, it has to be every weekend, though. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, Game of Thrones also built that up. Game yeah, of Thrones wasn't Game of Thrones over, in season yeah. one. But I, but I will, Or season two. I will say to that point, though, I think, because I was actually randomly talking about this earlier, Succession is one of the shows this year that's had, like, very good episodes in Succession. Like, there's been, like, three to four weeks, it's like, yo, this show... Has had the most fire. And shit. you figure too, it's not like how long it's gonna probably be two more seasons. Like I don't see that being like yeah. an eight season. Yeah, uh, that was no, that was my maybe like a, no. a four or five. You could probably you could probably make an eight season series of succession, but I don't know how long it sustains that. That's like some NBC shit. Like, like right, after like four or five, like all right. I mean, some like people critics were talking about this a few months ago, and I'm kind of in the middle of it where it's like. Uh, yeah, you do kind of miss the days when shows would go longer, but it's fun now that you can get ideas out that don't need to be stretched. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, say, I say that as a proponent of like, if you feel this show needs to be three seasons and it's going to be three dope seasons. Yeah, do it. I'm give a, me those three. I'm a fan of limited series and anthology series. Shout out Ryan Murphy. But but the only problem with HBO is when they say it's limited and then you get to the, you know, where we're going to bring it back. Big like, Little Lies. lies. That, sh- that season was still good, though. It was, but, you know, I don't think do you it's know they're going to do that. They're probably going to do that for Watchmen because well, I, I yeah. don't know where Damon they- is talking about how he keeps referring to this as like, he put it all into these nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they no. they wasted a lot of time in fucking Watchmen on so, bullshit. You disagree with Watchmen being number two? Well, that well, well, let me set it up by saying, in my eyes, Succession was one, and this number two spot conversation was always going to be Watchmen and Robot. Well, no, let's go to before Watchmen and Robot premiered. Mm-hmm. We were talking. This was back in late summer. One and two was Succession and Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, well, Euphoria was also a great uh, water cooler moment, and like I keep joking, there were I want to say there was like a three week stretch there where it was the best show on TV. Yeah, I want to yeah. say like episodes three, four, and five, or four, five. And I would six, say four, five, and six. The four, five, carnival six. episode. Yes. The Maddie episode that compared her to Ginger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, the ho- the house party episode to me is amazing. The Halloween party. The Halloween party ends really with good. him like, you know, like that's a really good episode. That dude is just a super villain. But that was the thing. <laughs> I, I will I will say at the time I was planning on going into our meetings standing for Euphoria, but I hadn't watched Succession yet. <laughs> when I been Succession and got through season two, I conceded that yes, Succession is probably yeah. And our first season got, it kind of took a while to. To find his footing, like three or four episodes. Euphoria? No, Succession. Oh, no. word. But I think a lot of them are like that. A Euphoria lot of them are like came that. out the gate really crazy, though. Um, it well came, shot. It stylistically, it knew what it was going to be. Right. I think the thing with Euphoria was trying to turn that into a story that you'd want to watch week in and I week out. I think it was like Pose, where it's like the writing is very smart. It's not heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they the the writers know are in tune with what's going on. You yes. Know? Yeah, they're on it more. It's not tone deaf. I think Mm -hmm. it can be stylistically heavy-handed sometimes. I think the finale ending with the dance number was a lot. That was a lot. That was a. I I appreciated it, but it was a lot. (laughs) Appreciated the swing. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it made it it made sense. It it made me think about the show in a different way than I had already had been. Like, I don't know if I don't want to say I was underrating it, but I'm like, am I not giving Homeboy enough credit for? how they've gotten here yeah 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 but still like ending a show in a musical number always it's one of the shows where i'm like you know sometimes there's so much tv in any given year when something ends you're not really thinking about it because 10 more shows take its place yeah but real. it is one of the shows where i'm already you know looking forward to where's it two. gonna be on the list it's it's in the low tens it's yeah. it, it's top 10 but it's on the lower side there's just too much fucking good tv well, then mr gonna... robot came back I was man. late because there Art. was a two-year gap, so Art. I wanted to rewatch season three because I didn't want to go into the last season forgetting shit. Which was smart. And this show is so layered with mythology, and I'm glad I did it. 
there, but I had a lot of catching very, up to do. Very hard to write a show like that and uh, put all those pieces together and not waste time. You know, and uh, it, it wastes sometimes. Sam Esmail like, is probably the not best like director when you, on television. When you have uh, nine episodes only, you got two more <laughs> to kind of pack all, right, all this what, shit in. What is your beef with Watchmen? I don't. Ha- my beef with Watchmen if is that it's not Justice better than Robot. Was Latino? Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> I probably would. I, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that those two episodes are really good. The the last two back to back. Boricua Justice. You know? Boricun. <laughs> so. I just feel like the the uh, storyline with Adrian Bite. Um, yes, like Ozymandias. What what is that? They For the first it. five weeks, I so was I feel really like the next it. two, the next. I'm sorry, the next two episodes are probably gonna uh, make his shit or the bullshit that he's been doing make sense. <laughs> but uh, let's see what happens. Nine. There's a lot riding on the finale. Yes, and I say that as having already seen eight. Me too. There's a lot still writing on the finale. The, the finale has to be like two hours, bro. I, it legit. It, it feels it like needs it, to yeah. be. It feels like I'm a it. little worried, but Damon Lindelof made Lost. He made the leftovers. Oh, also he he. This is a guy notorious for uh, getting <laughs> off to slow starts. Why do one, why sign on to one season? I don't I don't know if I agree. Like I Left, bro, the leftovers that first season is fucking bad. I like it's the not leftovers. bad. It's uh it's super it's slow, mixed. dog. It it I it has its problems. Like the last the, the last two seasons, classic. Whatever. Right. I haven't yes. watched it because I can't fucking. Wait, get you never watched really? seasons? Two I haven't three been the able to get through the first season, season bro. Two I, is fucking right. amazing. So when people always no, do, that's what I heard. But yeah. I just. When they first came out, I couldn't get through the first season, so now I have to like go back to it. When, when I'm loathing having to sit through that first season again. <laughs> have you ever had so someone like recommend something to you and they tell you skip this one or do that? Mm. I can never do that because I'm a completist. Yeah, I have to sit through the bad. So I anyway. can skip through the first season. But I could make you a guide for the episodes you need to watch. Because se- there are some good episodes in season yeah. one, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. It just like takes season forever. two of the leftovers like, is one of the best. It's not as the Watchmen isn't as bad in this regard, but it's like, bro, get to the fucking point. I I would argue that the five episodes spent building up the mythology is what made the sixth episode land so high. So yeah, I mean, uh, yes, I guess. yes. But they could have did that two. They could have did that in three. If it's only gonna be nine episodes, bro, do that shit in three. I don't know. I think the core idea behind the series. Like the themes that they're playing with are just so crazy. And like also opening with Oklahoma. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. It's a, a smart show, it's great. The way that it's a, a true sequel, like it's hard to do that. But also compared to Robot, like this is all coming out of how you say it? Sam Ismail? Yes. Yeah. This is all coming out of his brain. He didn't have already an established classic franchise so to you, work off of. So your sequel show movie. I'm just saying, like y'all get you giving my man a little too Mr. much credit. Mr. Robot is not just a glorified Fight Club. Wow, wow, is it not? I mean, or strains it, at least. It definitely feels like th- it's not. But Fight it's not. Club it's not a. Fear and it's shit. not a Fight Club. <laughs> fe- it's not a Fight Club. I'm fucking just saying, sequel. you're acting like he wrote the, the 18th original <laughs> yeah, story. Tyler, Tyler Durden is fucking in, in fucking Mr. Robot. That's like, that's Mr. The thir- Robot isn't is a Tyler third, Durden that's type. That's the third personality. Oh that's that's the third. That's the third guy. We <laughs> we cracked the code, y'all. No, but and I, Robot still has four more episodes to go. And it's he's a fucking taking his time. It's a testament to how good it is that we still have it so high with it not being complete. Yeah, so Number you, three the is whole, very high. Yeah. Okay, so the, the whole... Come on. We've seen eight out of nine Watchmen. 
I, and I will say, I mean, because a lot of the things I hear, Damien couldn't be here. Shout out to Editor-in-Chief Damien Scott. He couldn't be here. But you guys were the main proponents about why Robot was better. But I will say there were, like, as, as much as I love, what is it, the five-act play episode? Art. And the one before that. Those... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Which wait, one was the one wait, before? Wait, we were arguing about this. Did you watch it last night? Did you do your homework? Well, so, again, I'm not watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <Look at you. laughs> I read an article about, about that. Look it was a spell. Somebody put a spell Look on them you. that they couldn't talk. First of all. And Robot was was better because the whole shit. Let me set the tone for the The action people. was so ill <laughs> let me set that you ain't even know. People. that You ain't even realize the that, that, that motherfuckers was talking. First of all, you're giving this nigga credit. For writing an original story when he clearly has his inspirations that we could trace back to. And now you're saying, like, you know, he's done some very artistic episodes. He's the best director on television. I'll give you that. But you can't laud him for a silent episode that Buffy no, did in 1999. It's not even about that. <laughs> it's about how the action was so enthralling. It was so you were on the edge of your seat that you didn't even realize, motherfuckers ain't even realize that there was two lines of dialogue until afterwards, bro. I didn't yeah, realize. he's nice. Everybody on Twitter was like, wait, hold up. I didn't realize. He's nice, and then but the he two, didn't invent the wheel. And then the two the two lines of dialogue, fucking, it was full circle, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. But he did, oh my God. Not, was like, it, that. I, Not I, like that, bro. I can't, I don't know if I'm going to watch whatever episode of Buffy Y'all never seen is. Buffy. Bro, because Buffy is about that episode, <laughs> a, a fucking wizard or some shit, or a vampire <laughs> fucking put a spell on a city. Vampires can't do spells. And they couldn't talk. Oh. So it's already, it, it's already Why wouldn't a supernatural show have it ingrained? <laughs> what okay, I'm, I'm sorry what I'm, they had to be no, literal. But, but what I'm saying is, it, in the episode, you already knew that motherfuckers couldn't talk. <laughs> so the what? The conceit was that they Joss can't Wayden, talk. Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon, come Robot, on the fucking <laughs> In the beginning, there's a line of dialogue, word. and you're, ex- we, you're just, we don't even have to say anything. All you yes. seen is the text messages, word, word. and that, and in your head, you're reading dialogue, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're not saying anything. To me, that it was smart. It was, it was like, smart. come on, Watchmen don't have a smart episode like that, bro. Watchmen, well, hooded, hooded justice, I'll give you that. Okay, that was great, but it took uh, them a while to fucking dude, get to the fucking uh, point. Gene bro. Smart's first episode is fantastic. <coughs> that's a very uh, that was best frame with the joke. Yeah, that's a great that fucking was, script. That was Tim good, Blake yeah. Nelson's episode that starts with the squid. First of all, you had Damon that embarrassing Zack Snyder because his movie, which is not bad, it's not trash, but it ran away from the squid yeah. and rewrote the ending. They bodied the squid, Word. and that whole episode was way more fire. And I thought that's sad sack nigga. That was a that was a phenomenal episode to be before the 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 episode with uh, Will Reeves. Yeah, like I don't think Watch, Watchmen really hasn't Watchmen's only knock right now is the Jeremy Irons subplot, and and that they took five episodes to fucking get to the point. Damn, you gotta build up. Was Hooded to Justice the, that was the fifth episode? That six. was six. They took them six <laughs> episodes. <laughs> the first the wasn't the first episode when when uh Lugasic Junior. Yeah. Yes. When he hung him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Five episodes. It was like, oh shit! Now we know who Hooded Justice is. Mr. Robot doesn't build anything up. We're still trying to figure out who the third personality is. Yeah, Robot. because they 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 put that to the side and they they focus <laughs> yeah. in on other shit and they just took down the Deus group. I so now it's like Fantastic I wonder episode. what these yes. four episodes are going to be were, now. Were they right? in like the Met? Where was White? Rose? I don't know what Cipriani. that means. No, no. Oh, the gallery. That was just a beautiful like the boss like. What a great villain in Crime Lord. But it's also one of those things, I don't, Angel, tell me if you felt the same way. It's one of those things where it's like, um, obviously they have to take down the villain at some point, and I was still surprised that they actually did it. 
Yeah. But it's almost like you build this guy up as a supervillain, and sometimes his mistakes seem stupid. Yeah, well, like he was being foolish and arrogant. Yeah, I mean, and his assistant was telling him that. You know, yeah. but it's almost like it was. It almost felt a little out of character. Oh, and also in Robot, you don't have uh, white supremacists and pickup trucks listening to Future. So that's facts. That's another that's knock facts. on it. But also, that was a wink to move to, <laughs> to move along. I feel like the uh, the uh, the thing we gotta address because I fucking watched it. Two seasons of it for this for this episode. Uh oh, Fleabag, a- Angels edition of White Plight isn't gonna into- be. On oh the wait, list. wait. Let's give it. Let's let's give it the proper the proper introduction. Um, Angels recurring audio column here. <laughs> white Plight. Angels White Plight, stemming from every time I try to talk to Angel about a series that he says I probably watched in my finished basement. <laughs> Gil- like Gilmore Girls. Like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, like you know every. <laughs> A lot of shows and movies are just about white people and their problems. 100%. And so I'm just selective in what I choose to indulge in and waste my time watching. <laughs> so, but, but I'm picky with white plays. But Fleabag, I thought I was going to hate it because it swept all those awards and all that shit. It was yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Madame Mizell show. Ms. Mizell? Ms. Mizell. I don't watch Ms. Mizell. Me neither. I remember Foster uh, Kramer. Kramer? Mm-hmm. Foster Kramer. Shouts out Foster. Friends of the Room. Right. He was like all gassed up that they won all these awards. I'm like, yeah, bro, like... A show about Jewish comedians is so original. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your thing was that it beat Atlanta. Yeah, and I was yeah. my thing is Fleabag, and you think Fleabag would have beaten Atlanta See, too? See, I, I I like Fle- I, Fleabag. I thought I was gonna hate it more than I I thought I was gonna hate it. It was it's a good show. Shout mm-hmm. out! I don't think it's bridge. that good. I don't think if if I don't think it's a better show than Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I feel like if. If Fleabag was made by Issa Rae, I don't think it would get all the props that it's getting. Wow. But do you think it's better group. than Insecure? It, uh, it's like Insecure I could relate to more. Okay, You're going to fair. it for different things. Very fair. You know what I mean? But, but they're kind of similar. And, and Fleabag is basically a, a ripoff of, uh, not a ripoff, that's a word. But it's kind of, uh, the blueprint is Alfie. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Nah. The one where well, well, Michael Caine is Law. But Michael Caine is like the OG yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, she's, like, breaking the third wall. You were telling me about it, yeah. So, yeah. Alfie, he's a playboy, and he's, like, uh, just a dirtbag like that yeah, he'll, he'll like, pick girls. He'll, he'll like, stab his friends in the back for pussy, basically. Jesus. Um, But Fleabag is about, uh, she breaks the third wall. She's just a dickhead that uses sex to hide her problems. Okay. But it's a smart show. Uh-huh. It's written well, right? Because she wrote Killing Eve. She she's going to write Killing the Eve. Bond. Mm-hmm. Cool, right? But yeah, she's out here. But yeah. to be fair, I have to say that um, the big hype around the Emmys that night was that even Fleabag's own diehard fans did not think it was going to win. They were even surprised it got that many nominations. Yeah, and it, I so was it just, was also just a critical darling. I was too. just curious because it's like. The second season isn't that much different from the first season, and it's just like the second season comes out, and all of a sudden it's this fucking amazing show. Like what happened to the first season? Like, I mean, the Emmys are late to a lot of shit. The Wire never won any Emmys, bro. The, yeah, but that's, you're a, not, that's, I, that's a blemish. A, you're not gonna compare the Wire to. I'm fucking not comparing. Fleabag. I'm just you saying can. because because again, that's a show about black people. I'm not and like Snowfall should no, but Snowfall I know, I know you're combo. not, but that, uh, that I'm not oh, giving so the Emmys credit on that because you yeah. expected. A show about a, a white woman in Britain to be on the Emmy's radar already. Oh, of 100%. course, bro. Okay. 
100 well because that's all i mean i don't want to sound See, i don't want to be hyperbolic but there are a lot of british people running shit in hollywood right now in oh, terms yeah. of like and, winning awards and i think she fleabag probably should be on our list should we drop fleabag for silicon valley oh i haven't how many i don't know how many episodes silicon's been on but the the thing is episodes. if fleabag fleabag was on the list regardless i don't think it's gonna be a top 10 yeah we're not oh, like these are not gonna be sorry yeah, I mean, one on the taste. list or whatever. And and realistically, I mean, I liked it. It's a smart show. The only thing, the only problem I have with Fleabag is too goofy to have the serious twist that it has. Mm. It has like these fucking, bro, like these traumatic twists. I'm like, bro, like that. I want to like. I, I thought I was. I thought this was like British we TV's like that. Fun though. and shit. Yeah. Like this shit was funny. How many episodes? Like it's six episodes each. Only. Yeah. All right, I'll run through it. They're in their half hour. But, all right, you can, on this episode of Angel's White Plight, you can admit that a show I brought you that you thought you were going to dismiss. Well, was this? Fleabag. I told you about Fleabag. You haven't even, you watched two episodes. Yeah, of but I seasons. told you. That's because you watch more TV than me. But you told me about, I, <laughs> what? I told Angel's you about confused. Fleabag. <laughs> I, I watched the Emmy, you took, I watched the Emmys. You told me about Fleabag before, before <laughs> yeah. it won all those Emmys? Everyone was like, um, oh. What's, I was surprised here's another that show. Another friend to the room, Judd Nikki. I was surprised that she like loves the show so much because mm. she's just not a fan of white people, such as myself. Like, I'm gonna I'm watch so. it at some point. It's probably not gonna be anytime soon. Um, it's not bad, bro. It's not. It's, it's a good show. I ain't gonna front. I can't front. There's also just like a bunch of shit that I know we're all watching. So before we get out of here this week, Angel, let the people know what you're watching currently. Um, I'm bro. I'm on Robot Dog. Like, Where, that's it? Yeah. I watch Hustlers too. You finally watch. And it. also, that's another thing with White Play where, you know, I saw it was like a, a a writer said that it changed the way stripper movies are made. I'm like, I bet you this person never seen Players Club. Like Fast. 100%. But that's not the movie's fault. The movie has constant. No, I'm talking about the people. Bit. Okay. The people that watch the shit and have no clue Making these what the fuck comments. they're talking about. Yeah. But I watch Hustlers. I watched. Uh, the Trader, uh-huh. um, the Italian movie, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. He's been hype off the Trader, yo. Yeah, yeah it's it. about it's about uh, the first Sicilian mob boss to to snitch. Oh, like he brought he started uh, the domino started falling after he snitched. Where's it at? Uh, it's on Plex. He put it on Plex. A word? Two well, and a half hours. Shout out Plex. Yeah. Italian subtitle. It's like a seventies movie. The way it shot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so a good weird. movie. It's like you know. But anyway, I'm on Robot. I've been watching a lot of sports. This isn't the sports podcast. No, shout so out to low management though. <laughs> but uh, Robot and Watchmen, I just whatever everybody else is watching. I don't think a lot of people are watching Robot though. No, Sunday, it's no. coming out Sundays um, at ten. If Robot was on HBO, it'd be a different. No, 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 would no, be no. fucking. No, no. Here's what happened. If we want to be honest, <laughs> if we want to be a, honest, a lot more people would have been watching it too. No, if it was on first of all, HBO. I was a champion Robot heavy in season three mm-hmm. and season two. Word. But Robot did this to itself. It came out the gate strong. Rami Malek won an Emmy early for he's a gonna, show on USA. He's gonna mm-hmm. probably win again. No, he's not because. The second season went so indulgent, and the pacing that you you killing Watchmen for, that was in Watchmen. I mean, Mr. Robot season two. Mm. I love Mr. Robot season two. I don't. I have to watch it again. I don't even remember. It's been a while. They drove a lot of people away, and it went off a cliff Man, very that's quickly. Not, that's not my problem. <laughs> but also, I'm, saying, I'm saying for this for this season, he's definitely gonna get nominated. No, he's, season three was also this good, bro. Season four, bro. This season, don't be surprised if he doesn't. 
At the oh, very least, I, I feel like he already won one. Got nom- I feel like he's gonna get nominated. Season three got I, the show back in its bag so thoroughly, and nobody cared. My favorite, my favorite uh, Emmy nominee for the male lead is a uh, the kid from Snowfall. Damson, uh, Damson, yeah, he's good. He's he's a damn good. Another one that I shouts out for that being on the best TV shows list. I fu- I had to fucking yeah, watch it. Last finally. season was really, was really good. Fraser Tharp, what are you watching currently? Um, BoJack season six. You're finally back on that. And uh, you season two. I just started. I knew you was gonna mm-hmm. say that. It started already. We got the screeners. Yeah, I got. Comes get out after those. Christmas. That's another fucking white plate. <laughs> we'll get to that, that fucking creepy ass <laughs> show, dog. It's good, but that shit is fucking. It's like yo, I cringe watching that it's shit. It's creep show. It's real creep show. I think, but motherfuckers don't watch Robot though. You was doing subversive <laughs> stuff. Motherfuckers, okay. motherfuckers, watch how motherfuckers on Twitter. Binge watch that shit and then be like, oh, the Irishman is too long. People are basic. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? People are 100% basic. Speaking of basic, while well, I love it, I caught up. I finally caught up on season two. Uh, Ain't nobody watching this shit of uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Who? Niggas wasn't watching that. <laughs> nobody was watching that. Is that on PBS? It was streaming service. It was on Freeform. It just, they just oh canceled it. Freeform. You know what the problem I thought is? Freeform only existed for, uh, for Christmas movies and Gronish. Fact. <laughs> they don't even show Christmas like they should be. But no, because the Cloak and Dagger, the, that duo, they're going to be, they're supposed to have a crossover episode with Runaways. Which and I still need to catch show up that's on. Another halfway off the radar. And I was like, shit. Josh I, Schwartz coming to the pod. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't be like, oh, I'm going to watch Runaways and not know what the fuck these people are doing if I don't catch up on the show. You talk about being a completist. I'm a completist of like a lot of. You're also a masochist. A masochist. Yeah. A lot of but ists. I am, I am catching up on the boys, though, and I've, I finally got to. <sighs> That too my, much TV. Boys, I yeah. randomly, the boys is good. I, I like randomly it's a, it's a stopped watching with two. Boys good. I have two episodes left of that. I, <laughs> I watched it when it came out, and then I just got distracted by other shit. <laughs> by fucking Buffy reruns. Facts. I am rewatching Buffy, and guess what? It holds like, up. This fucking guy. <laughs> but I will say before we you never get seen out of Angel. Here, fucking his name is Angel. My thing is, it's just like there's so much other shit that you should be watching than that old shit. Rewatching is like an art. I would rather there's watch art like in rewatching. I would rather watch like fucking. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond and King of Queens and that shit. Classic. But I will... That's a white play that I could get into. I watched Seinfeld in the morning. Everybody Loves Raymond is some serious white play, yo. Yo, it's relatable though, you feel me? But I will say, for people that haven't watched The Boys on Amazon, it it is very similar to Watchmen. I think... I I, I hate saying it, but like, Watchmen feels (laughs) a lot more highbrow in terms of the outlook and the boys is literally like street yeah. level. Yeah, it's, shit. A, it's, it's a lot it's of fun. popcorn. It's it's po- it's it, but it's a it's lot a of B movie take on like the, the same themes pretty much. I yeah, just yeah. like that it's fucking gory. Like I Homelander. Li- I, I is Homelander like the the most insane the, villain the of the year. Late, the, he's like well he's not the Vade dude but Vite or Vade. Ozymandias. Yeah. 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 He. I mean. I think he's he's Ozymandias <laughs> if it's more brute strength than you know manipulation and thought, but. That's what we're fucking with. Again, best TV shows of 2019 list is out. Uh, hit up the website complex.com for that. That'll wrap it up for this week. Best movies is coming. It's best coming after coming. Christmas. Yeah, it's coming soon. There's a lot of shit comes out up until the buzzer beater. Yeah, shit. We got, and there's a lot that we're going to be covering on the pod. I mean. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Thank you, Angel, for coming through. Really appreciate it. Uh, for the summer man, this is Cal advising you to shit listen up and watch less Uh, also watch less but watch Mr. Robot too (laughs) (laughs) planning for your next trip 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.